Hey everyone, welcome to the Referral Candy Podcast. This is your host Raul Galera. Referral Candy is for a friend software for e-commerce that increases sales through word of mouth. You can check us out at referralcandy.com. Today, we're going to be talking about Facebook ads retargeting, which is something that a lot of e-commerce store owners want to do, but very few of them know how to do it properly. And the ones that don't do it properly can end up spending thousands of dollars on ads without seeing any results. And so we recently hosted a webinar uh, where we invited uh, Reza Kajavi, who is probably one of the biggest experts uh, in this field, because he's the founder and CEO of Shoelace. Shoelace, uh, they define themselves as retargeting on autopilot. Uh, it's a Shopify app that it's the equivalent of hiring a retargeting expert, um, but it works just through an app. And so we learned a lot from Reza in this webinar. And... So before we actually dive into details of retargeting and what it means and what it can do for you and, and, and how it actually works, and we wanted to start with an extract from Ressa explaining what the customer journey is because that's one of the most important things that you need to understand when talking about Facebook retargeting is the fact that your potential customers are going through a funnel or going through a series of steps um, that they go through before they become your customer. And it's normal because at the end of the day, most of your customers uh, are visiting your website several times until they actually make a purchase. So the, 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 the funnel of the customer journey that we're discussing here, it's, uh, well, they first land on your on your homepage, then they look at a product category, uh, then from there, they look at a product that added to cart, and then they will eventually buy. But this is not, a lineal set of steps. This is actually a funnel and you need to be looking at it as a funnel because you're doing um, a selection of potential customers until they actually end up buying from you. So the number of customers who's going to end up buying from you is going to be much, much, much uh, smaller than the number of people that ended, that looked at your website in the first place. And so Risa did a great job explaining why this needs to be looked at as a funnel and not as a lineal set of steps. If you think about kind of that same customer journey and you look at it as a funnel, uh, these are the same things, but um, it's, it's nice to look at it as a funnel because that ultimately what, what, it, what it shows here is that not everybody who visits your homepage is going to buy. So at every stage, you're going to have drop off. And um, for the most part, in most cases, uh, on average, only 2% of your visitors will, will ultimately end up buying. And so that represents kind of a huge opportunity to, to increase uh, these conversion rates and to optimize these various stages of your funnel to ultimately be able uh, to have a larger percentage of your customers uh, be able to buy. And so, um, you know, if you think about the difference that it can make if you have 2% of your visitors convert uh, to kind of increase that number to three, it's actually a huge, huge uh, impact on your sales. So it's important to take it seriously uh, and to, to kind of, uh, it's always cool to think about these numbers and uh, and benchmark it against where you're at. So from what we've seen, these are kind of the the various ranges. If 
if your conversion rate from visit homepage to buy is below 0.5%, um, kind of have a, a bit of work to do there to, to increase those conversion rates. As a caveat, I'd say if you're selling a very large uh, ticket item, so if your average order value is really, really high, uh, you might have conversion rates below 0.5% and then ultimately be doing really, really well. But if your average order value is kind of um, average, uh, let's say between the 30 to $100 range, this is, this is kind of the benchmarks that apply to you. Um, and you'll see that if you're able to get over kind of 5% of your traffic converting, it is, uh, it is really, really amazing. And uh, you're, you're, you're doing really, really well. I'd like to pause for a second and talk about what Ressa just said about the, uh, the, the intervals that he was mentioning uh, on the conversion rates. So, Let's start with, well, if you're getting more than 5% conversion rate, so over 5% of people that visit your website end up buying from you, that is a rock star uh, conversion status. That's crazy. And the fact that getting more than 5% of the people that visit your website to buy from you, um, it's considered a great success. It means that you really need to drive the right traffic more than just driving traffic to your store uh just in general you need to be able to drive traffic that it's relevant to you that it's going to end up buying from you and that's why retargeting it's so important because let's say uh, res actually mentioned an example that that it's very visual uh for you guys to understand it's the fact that okay, let's say that you have an e-commerce store and you're selling woman apparel and for some reason, your audience is, uh, let's say, men over the age of 55. Now, there's a big discrepancy between what you're selling and what your ideal customer looks like and the audience that you are somehow attracting. So you really need to drive the right traffic. And uh, this is one of the main things about, about retargeting, that it's able to drive quality traffic and, and traffic that it's going to turn into customers uh, at the end of the day. So assuming that you have the right traffic, uh, one of the best ways to optimize your customer journey and to uh, increase your conversion rates across each uh, step of that funnel is through retargeting. And the reason why it's powerful is because, so maybe just, just a quick second to explain what retargeting is. I'm sure most people are aware of it, but just in case you aren't, it's this idea that people who leave your website without buying anything uh, through Facebook and other ad platforms, you're able to um, show those people highly targeted retargeting ads um, to kind of convince them to come back and complete their purchase. So this is valuable because many people who leave your website haven't left an email address or any other way to get in touch with them. And so retargeting is, is kind of one of those powerful ways that, uh, that, that you can get, get in front of people again. And, and so we're gonna dive into how you can make the most of retargeting to, to optimize your customer journey. So Reza mentioned two things that are going to be crucial uh, to understand the rest of this episode. One of them is um, the, the, the beauty of retargeting. So uh, something the marketers are constantly insisting is in the importance of gathering email addresses from those customers that are going to leave your store. Um, so we have all this excess intent pop-ups that get you to sign up for newsletters. Uh, you get all these call to actions to leave your email address because they know that you're very likely to leave the store without buying anything on your first purchase. And that's okay. Um, and 
getting an email address from a potential customer makes a lot of sense because you can always follow up with them. You can send them deals, you can send them offers. Um, it, it actually actually works very well. Thing is, what if they don't leave their email address when they leave? What if you don't have any sort of way to contact these potential customers and get them to come back to your store? Well, this is, again, the beauty of retargeting. Um, this is your best chance, actually. It's following your potential customers across different platforms with extremely targeted ads, which is the second thing that Resa introduced in this last segment and that it's going to mention now is the difference between generic retargeting and segmented retargeting. Basically, generic retargeting, um, it's the concept of sending or showing the same ad to all customers that, again, all potential customers that haven't bought from you, doesn't matter the stage of the funnel that they're in. Doesn't matter if they visited the website for the first time, doesn't matter if they added a product to car, even though they're completely different type of potential customers, uh, you're treating them the same way. And the other way of doing this is through segmented retargeting, which is talking to customers differently depending on the stage that they're in. You're not gonna treat a customer that is just browsing products or is just visiting your homepage uh, in a different way than someone that maybe went through checkout but didn't complete checkout and abandoned the car. You can't treat them differently and that's what segmented retargeting is. So I'm gonna let Ressa introduce these two concepts uh, and explain more about both of them. Uh, the most basic example is kind of a very generic retargeting campaign that you could run. And, you know, a, a lot of people that are just getting started are probably doing something like this, where uh, they're just targeting everybody that's been to their site. It doesn't matter what they've done, whether they've gone all the way down to add a product to cart or just visited a homepage. They kind of bucket that entire audience together and show them one generic uh, retargeting ad for their store. Um, I'm, I hope that even if you know, people do a generic campaign like this, they're at least excluding the people that have bought from the store because I've, I've seen this time and again too where you know, somebody buys from your store and you're not necessarily even excluding them from the retargeting ad. And they start to see kind of discounts or promotions and they'll get upset and say, hey, I just bought from your store. Um, why didn't you show me this discount earlier? And, and so I'm not saying that you shouldn't retarget to people that have bought from you, but it should be a very kind of uh, tactical uh, campaign specifically to those people. Again, when you don't make a difference between the type of potential customers that they are, you're missing a chance, you're missing an opportunity to actually get them to come back and make a sale or actually just make them to come back and complete the next step of the funnel. Because at the end of the day, uh, a lot of e-commerce store owners, they just want to set up an ad that just drives sales right away. And, and that's very difficult as we said before, uh, even getting a 5% uh, of your visitors uh, to complete a sale from your from your store, it's, a, it's, it's very, 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 very difficult. And so when you understand what segmented retargeting is and you understand the, the power of the funnel and making your customers go through a funnel, that's when you get to understand the success of getting a customer to go one or maybe two uh, steps ahead and through through the funnel. And Reza, uh, it's gonna explain this uh, perfectly and explain how this is related to segmented retargeting. Um, another way that you can do it is to say, okay, let's only focus on uh, on people within a segment segmented part of our funnel. So uh, let's take people who have viewed at least one product, right? And so you're 
if, if somebody just bounced off the homepage, you're ignoring those people. If somebody you know, was on your site and looked at some of your collections, you're ignoring those people. And you're creating a campaign that is specifically targeted to people that view the product. And you might show them an ad like the one, like the example on, you, on, on the screen that you see uh, that shows them kind of the, the product that they looked at with, um, with a discount, um, kind of convincing them to come back and buy that product. And that's pretty good. Like it's better than the, the, the previous example. Uh, but the other way to do it, and uh, what we call kind of sequence retargeting or at Shoelace, what we call journeys, is this idea that, you know, instead of having kind of in this previous example, that this would be the only ad that, that person would see, they might see it repetitively for the next kind of two weeks or three weeks. And it's just the same boring ad over and over again. And if you kind of think about yourself as a consumer, if you scroll through your Facebook and Instagram feeds, the moment you see repeat content, you're kind of just going to quickly scroll past that piece of content. And we're very, very good at kind of ignoring um, content that we've seen already. And so the way that we like to think about this and uh, the way we encourage customers to do it, whether or not they use Shoelace, is this idea of sequenced retargeting, where uh, if you see in this example here, after somebody leaves your site, on day one, they might see one retargeting ad. On day two, they'll see something else. And on day three, they see something different. And this is valuable because you know, it gives you the opportunity to take them through kind of a story and uh, expose them to various parts of your brand. And when we combine this with the, the, the next section that I'll show you, which is you know, depending on what they did on your store, take them through a specific uh, kind of sequence uh, that starts to become really, really powerful. And that's the strategy that we'll be diving in today, which is effectively combining sequenced retargeting with the idea of where your customers are in your, in, in your funnel uh, and making those ads highly, highly relevant and targeted. Okay, let's summarize what Dressa just mentioned. So first of all, do not show the same ad to customers who are in different stages. And second, educate your customers along the funnel. Customers will have different needs, different point of views, and you have to tap them differently with different messaging. So let's go with an example of uh, an abandoned cart ad. So if we're using segmented retargeting, um, on the first day, you will probably show them a discount or a message that said, hey, you forgot something on your cart and maybe a link to their cart or a link <clears throat> to the product that they have forgotten in the cart. Maybe on day two, you can show them an ad uh, that it's actually a link to your return policy because maybe one of the reasons of why they're not buying from you is because they are not sure about it. So if you show them that your return policy, it's uh, very flexible and it's very simple, you can probably drive a sale because they, they will think, okay, well, why not? So this is actually very smart because you're not showing them a product, you're actually showing them information, you're educating your customers on what your return policy is. And then maybe on day three, um, if none of these have worked, you can show them reviews. Maybe the reason of why they're not buying from you is because they, they're not sure about it, they're not sure about the product, they don't know if this is something that other people liked. Well, show them reviews, popular reviews from people who have uh, left comments on your store and this will actually increase your uh, social proof. And the other way to look at this, which is important, is that you know, in, in this previous example, we've targeted people that have added to cart. And so the goal of what we want these campaigns to do is very, very clear. 
we want them to go to the next phase of the funnel and we want them to buy. And there's just, there's no other step between kind of add to cart and buy. And so it's very obvious that the next thing that we want, um, that, that we want the people who see this ad experience to do is to come back and buy. And so I think this is really important because if you are targeting somebody, um, you're kind of your audience that has just visited your homepage. So suppose that we want to do uh, a similar ad sequence, which I'll kind of run through an example of that with you shortly. Suppose that we wanted to target people that bounced off of the homepage. So these are people that, you know, forget about add to cart. They've, they've not even gotten close to that part of the funnel. Uh, they didn't even look at a collection. They haven't even seen a single product. They may have spent three seconds on your website and left. And so if you think about that segment and you're targeting this segment with an ad experience, it is inaccurate to think that what your goal for that campaign is not to convert them to a customer. It's way too early to say, okay, I'm going to show an ad experience to people that bounced off of my homepage and I'm going to measure the success of that campaign based on how many conversions it got and how many people bought from my store. It's just not realistic, right? These are people, if you, I think it's just, it's very important to think about these sorts of things as the people on the other end are real humans who've kind of went through a certain experience on your store and they're not just numbers on a screen that represents kind of data points. And so these are people who, um, who are so early in their customer journey with you that the goal should not be to necessarily immediately convert these people to paying customers right away. The goal is how do we get them to just go to the next phase of the funnel? How do we build enough trust and kind of build our brand a little bit more so that we, um, we, can, we can encourage some people to at least come back to the website, learn a little bit more about our brand, and maybe you know, look at a product, just look at a product. And so I think if you have a campaign that targets people that have left on your homepage and you can drive a large percentage of them to come back and look at a product, that is a successful outcome of that campaign. And I think a lot of people will do something like that and they'll get discouraged to say, oh, I ran this campaign and it didn't drive sales. Well, if it drove people to the next phase of the funnel, that's, that's, that's hugely valuable and it's kind of pushing people along. And so I think this is a concept that is, is, um, is really valuable to kind of internalize and it'll help you define success of your campaigns a lot better to know that something like this, the outcome that we're looking for is to say, how many people can we bring back and look at a product? Again, this is all about a concept. This is about switching the understanding that we have about how Facebook ads and how ads in general work uh, on e-commerce. We need to uh, understand that setting up an ad campaign and hope to get people that visit our homepage to buy from us right away it's it's not going to happen oh, or it might happen but it's it's very unlikely and running an ad campaign with just that in mind uh it might not be profitable at all and so like Ressa just mentioned the fact that you get someone to come back and complete the next step of the funnel you're pushing people forward you're pushing people forward to the goal which is that purchase and so if you really want to turn people into customers, you need to understand that purchases go through a series of steps and that running an ad campaign that will make someone go through the next stage of the funnel, it's already successful. And so at the end of the webinar, uh, Reza shared with us uh, his final takeaways. And so 
uh, I think they're very, very interesting because they summarize what we've been talking about, uh, about the importance of retargeting and how you can run successful retargeting campaigns. Uh, and they're summarized in just, uh, in just a couple of minutes. I'll let you guys hear it. And so as final take takeaways, and I think Raul, correct me if I'm wrong, but we have, uh, we have a bit of time for questions. So happy to do that. Yeah, uh, but final, final takeaways are, you know, you want to monitor your conversion rate. So before you do anything else, get a sense of what your conversion rates are. What is the percentage of your traffic that is converting to sales to begin with? Uh, and so then you can benchmark yourself against, um, against some of your peers and to know if you're in kind of a healthy state with your conversion rates or you need to invest some time in that. Uh, as mentioned, if, if you find yourself in the kind of 2% of your traffic is converting, that's, that's a pretty decent place to be on average. And this is what that means is that 98% of people that, have, that are coming to your website haven't purchased. And I think people are always so um, excited about finding new ways to drive more people to their website. And I, I think that's phenomenal because you can't, can't really take people through a customer journey until they've visited your store. But if you just think about what that represents in terms of an opportunity that 98% of people are leaving without buying, I think it's just, it's, 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 it's worthwhile to invest in strategies to try to increase that number even by a little bit if you can. So driving the right traffic is extremely important. Um, uh, I think that uh, Raul might have another webinar on referral candy about driving the right traffic, or I think you told me that you intend to do one, but maybe yep. tune into that one because I think that uh, it's, it's really valuable. Did, did you say that you have one existing or is that yep. one that you're planning to do? Yep, we do have one next week that it's called, uh, well, it has a little bit of a pretentious name, I think. <laughs> it's called You Don't Need More Traffic. Um, obviously, you always right. need traffic, um, but it's just basically a way to say that you need to drive the right traffic, and it's basically what you just mentioned. Yeah, so yeah, I, I encourage you guys to uh, kind of watch out for that one, and, and it's just, uh, it's so important to know, because sometimes we see a lot of clients that uh, we work with, and uh, even though we can try every trick in the book to make the retargeting campaign super successful, but if the audience is not right and if the audience are not serious potential buyers that are kind of within your niche and within your target audience, um, then you're kind of just throwing money away and wasting uh, precious ad dollars to retarget people that weren't even interested in your brand to begin with. And while you know you're always going to have some section, some segment of your audience is going to be like that and they're not going to be you know just re ready to purchase from you right away i think that it's important to, to realize you know what is your audience segment in terms of geography demographic age group interest these sorts of things and do some checks to see you know are we driving the right traffic here and if if you are wonderful you can invest heavily in optimizing the funnel and if not it might make sense to to experiment with better ways to drive traffic before kind of investing in in funnel strategies um, and the other takeaway is uh, we're huge, huge, huge fans of thinking about retargeting as a funnel-focused activity. And what we mean, we mean by that is that you know don't just think about retargeting as okay, I've got a thousand people that didn't that came to my site and didn't buy. I'm going to retarget those thousand people and encourage them to come back and buy. These thousand people are all in various stages of the funnel, and I think that um, it's important to think about your retargeting from a funnel perspective and target people um, based on where they are in, in the funnel. And then the other thing is to experiment with retargeting sequences. So once you've identified a segment of, of customers that are within, uh, that, that, are, that are at some part of your funnel, 
uh, definitely encourage people to experiment with um, retargeting sequences as opposed to just showing people the same boring ad over and over again. I, 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 uh, very passionate about this and we, we just, we can't stop talking about it because I always like to remind people to think about this from, from an end consumer yourself. You're visiting websites, you're looking at stores, you're looking at products and it's just intuitive, right? If you see the same ad over and over again, uh, there's a very powerful concept called ad fatigue that uh, consumers these days are very, very quick to get, uh, to just block out ads, even if they don't hit that kind of hide button on Facebook through their minds, they're just going to mentally block it. And now you're, you know, spending money to advertise to people that have just like consciously blocked your ads from their minds. And so if you, if you think about them in sequences, you're able to keep the content fresh and evolve it through a sense of a kind of story that you can tell to customers to, to build your brand. And then the last and final thing, and I uh, hope I didn't take uh, more time than I was, uh, than I was supposed to, but the last thing is, as you run these different retargeting sequences that are targeting various sections of the funnel, it's super important to think about the conversion goals, again, as a funnel focused activity. If you're targeting a segment of customers that left off of the homepage and that's the, as far as they got in the funnel, the goal should be how do we get them to come back and how do we get them to look at a product? And not necessarily how do we get the, the, the result of this campaign to be a conversion. But if you're targeting people that added something to cart, then you're measuring the success of this campaign purely on how many of these people came back and completed their purchase. Uh, and so I think that's, <clears throat> that's crucial as well. And so we are at the end of the show now. Um, but if you would like to put into practice what you have learned today, I strongly recommend you to do it uh, with an expert. So that is with Shoelace. You can check him out at shoelace.com. Uh, you can also check him out on the Shopify app marketplace, the Shoelace, and start bringing your visitors back. Uh, Shoelace has a 14-day free trial and their plans start at $49 a month. So you can get started and you can probably see results uh, very quickly. Uh, and again, you will be sure that you're working with experts and people that really understand uh, what this is about. And also, if you want to start bringing more referral sales on your online store, you can set up a referral program with Referral Candy. We have a 30-day free trial and our plans start at $49 a month. So I recommend you to check us out at referralcandy.com. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode and see you next time. 